0: This week on Business Brief, we'll hear about one of the biggest challenges facing Missouri's manufacturing sector, workforce development. Then we'll discuss the impacts a potential government shutdown could have on the Missouri economy. Welcome to Business Brief, Missouri Business Alert's podcast focused on the business news and issues shaping the state. My name is Siggy Reese, and I'm joined by my co-host Chelsea Peter. Chelsea, how are you doing this week? I'm doing great, how are you? I'm doing great as well. Super excited to see the Chiefs win this weekend, and even more excited to see that Taylor Swift was here in Missouri at the game.
1: I know, I think the internet nearly broke.
0: I was super excited. I'm a huge fan of her. So I was super excited to see her um, here in Missouri. But yeah, we'll get into that more later in the episode because there are obviously business things that come with that. So um, a little sneak peek for more. Yes, for sure. But for now, do you want to get into this week's headlines?
1: Let's do it. The federal government will shut down Sunday if Congress does not pass funding legislation before then. This means a halt in pay for millions of federal employees as well as a disruption of some federal programs. In Missouri, over 90,000 people could lose access to food benefits for low-income mothers and children. The state is also home to more than 36,000 federal civilian employees who could be affected by the shutdown.
0: The United Auto Workers strike is entering its third week. The union expanded its strike last week to include 38 distribution centers in 20 states. Negotiations are still in the works, as Ford Motors said Sunday that there are still significant gaps to fill. Members of Congress, including Representative Corey Bush of St. Louis, visited workers striking at the General Motors plant in Wentzville to support the cause. More than 4,000 workers at that plant continue to strike, and more than 2,000 at a GM facility in the Kansas City region remain
1: laid off. St. Louis-based health insurer Centene announced it is laying off around 3 percent of its workforce. Employees will be notified of their termination next week with their last day of work in December. Centene has also been attempting to improve its profit margins for the past year after investors pressured the company to minimize spending.
0: Nearly 13,000 kids were removed from Medicaid in Missouri last month, according to new state data. Three-quarters of those kids were removed from the program due to issues with paperwork. Nearly 50% of Medicaid recipients terminated from the program in the past three months were children. This comes after Missouri began to reassess the eligibility of Medicaid recipients three months ago, after a prolonged pause due to COVID. story focuses on one of the largest industries in Missouri Chelsea do you want to take a guess on which one
1: um my guess is my top guess is either agriculture or maybe beer uh why don't you just tell me
0: okay so those are all good answers
1: uh, but today's story is actually
0: focused on manufacturing which encompasses parts of both
1: of those industries oh okay so what's going on in the state's manufacturing industry The industry has been growing in recent
0: years, but one of the biggest challenges it faces is filling open positions. Missouri Business Alert's Skylar Rossi has the story.
2: Manufacturing employment growth in Missouri over the past few years exceeded the expectations of economists. Still, many people in the industry say manufacturing companies can't fill open positions. Manufacturing experts and workers discussed the state's industry during a recent panel conversation hosted by Missouri Business Alert. The panelists say hiring is one of the largest challenges the growing industry faces.
0: If you look, I, I travel all over the United States, and it's amazing, all the manufacturers, I'd say 90% of the manufacturing companies that I see have help wanted science out front. So that's that's a
3: challenge for all of us.
2: That's Dave Patton, the co-founder of Pepco, a company in Moberly that manufactures science tables for schools. He says finding enough employees is one of the biggest challenges he's noticed in the industry. Jeff Pinkerton is the Director of Economic Research at the Missouri Department of Economic Development. Missouri offers a handful of programs to attract both new jobs to the state and connect workers to open positions. But he says the state is still seeking solutions for filling vacant positions.
4: This is something we really struggle with, trying to identify, you know, For us, it's the next step. You know, we've identified, we want these industries, they can provide these types of jobs. We need to get our workforce ready for these types of jobs. What skills do they need to have them? And that is really difficult.
2: Part of that difficulty is the broad array of sectors in the industry. The state's manufacturing landscape covers production of goods from beverages to automobiles and apparel. Training in one sector might not be helpful in another, Pinkerton says.
4: Uh, We do a lot of work trying to figure out what, what kind of, Skills are kind of are universal within manufacturing, and things that always pop up towards the top are like Microsoft Excel and tech software-based types of things, which kind of speaks to the environment, the manufacturing environment, and how much that's changed.
2: Shelby Ellis works for Rightfully sewn a nonprofit in Kansas City that manufactures tourniquets and apparel items. Part of the nonprofit's mission is hiring and training workers. She says that information is a path to attracting new workers.
0: Um, and so I think it all just kind of nails down to education both in you know directly talking to people but also just in informing consumers it's more complicated than you think it is and it, how important it is to keep manufacturing local for our communities for our environment for the workforce like all of that is important
2: patton says one potential solution could be growing in moberly a new nonprofit called the missouri stem initiative aims to get more kids interested and involved in manufacturing Patton says he's worked with students using equipment such as computer numerical control machines which manufacture materials through programming.
4: I've
0: I've had kids come out of high school and work for us and design parts and manufacture parts on our CNC machines. It's just amazing what these kids are capable of. And so I think that's the that's the infrastructure we need to promote.
2: The Missouri STEM initiative is in very early stages, Patton says. But he believes initiatives like these could be an avenue for getting a new generation involved in manufacturing.
0: The federal government is in danger of shutting down next week. With the potential shutdown comes subsequent economic impacts, such as the pause of some federal programs and work for federal employees. Missouri Business Alert reporter Riley Hindle spoke with Dr. Eric Olson, an economics professor at UMKC, to discuss the impacts of a potential shutdown on Missouri's economy.
5: Dr. Eric Olson, thank you for joining me today and taking the time to speak with me. Um, I really appreciate that.
3: Sure, very Um, happy to be with you. you.
5: What immediate effects would Missouri's uh, economy see from a shutdown?
3: Missouri does actually have fairly uh, significant population of federal employees, particularly in the metropolitan areas, so Kansas City, St. Louis, and to a lesser degree, Columbia Jeff City. You know, there's a high there's a great degree of differential impact across the federal government because Some employees are gonna be expected to remain on the job. I know, for example, that the Social Security Administration has promised or typically promises that they will continue to issue Social Security checks. But yeah, it will have an effect on Kansas City because those who are furloughed are conceivably gonna pull back on their spending uh, somewhat, which is gonna have an effect on, secondary effect on other businesses. And it really will depend on how long it goes on for. If it's a relatively short period of time, I wouldn't expect the economic impact to be that great, but if it carries on, it would become more significant.
5: What impacts would you see happening on the economy if it did extend for a prolonged period, the shutdown?
3: Oh, it would be catastrophic, to be quite honest with you, because the um, federal government is involved in the economy in ways that we don't That don't immediately come to mind. You know, the U.S. economy essentially would eventually come to a standstill. We'd see food shortages. We'd see shortages in pharmaceutical goods, and goes on and on. International trade, for example, would be affected because there's a federal role in international trade. Federal government plays a role in in all of that. And so, if you take that out, you can't continue to operate those industries. Without the um, the role of the federal government in the in the functioning of those industries,
5: how is inflation going to play out?
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a very different short term versus long term. The short term, it um, if it doesn't disrupt the supply chains, I would expect that it would actually have mildly deflationary effects. But if it starts to affect supply chains, we're going to be right back in the same situation we saw during the pandemic, which was. You know, disruptions of the supply of goods leading to you know people's willingness to pay more than they might otherwise.
5: Definitely don't want to fight people for toilet paper again. That was bad news. So you mentioned that you know anyone related to public safety and that type of field would still go to work. Which of the federal workers are going to be the ones most affected by this shutdown?
3: Well, it's it's the people who don't fall in that category. And again, there's there's it's. It's it's a very mixed uh, situation across the federal government. It's not like every federal employee is going to be furloughed and told to stay home on uh, once the once the shutdown was initiated. Again, there are some who are going to be required to still go to work. Their paychecks are not going to be issued or their paychecks are going to have to be issued retroactively.
5: So big repercussions for federal employees, but for. The rest of us Missourians who aren't employed by the federal government, how are we going to see these impacts?
3: If you operate a business that's patronized by a lot of public employees, so for example, here in Kansas City, we have a lot of public employees who work in the central business district. They're going to be removed from your patronage, and that means you could see a decline in, in the number of people who are showing up to patronize your business
5: so united auto workers union members have gone on strike um in mm-hmm. the past week yeah. do you have any concerns about the uaw strike and a government shutdown kind of compounding on each other and creating a bigger problem
3: the uaw is not on strike uh, across all of their locations across all the locations where they represent workers at and the, while the auto industry is significant in the United States, the big three automakers are not as large of a portion of employment in the United States as they formerly were. Uh, I, I don't anticipate that that provides any unusual complications that we haven't accounted for that, that, uh, beyond the, the shutdown itself.
5: Thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Uh, really appreciate it.
3: You're, you're very welcome
0: it is now time for us to get into our words of the week chelsea what do you have for us this week
1: so my word is schedule three okay and can you explain what that is sure so schedule three is a classification for drugs there's a move at the federal level to ease restrictions on marijuana by labeling it as schedule three
0: Okay, and what restrictions come with marijuana's current classification?
1: So right now, cannabis is categorized alongside drugs such as LSD and heroin, and according to federal regulators, it has, quote, no currently accepted medical use.
0: Got it. So if the change in classification was approved, what would it mean for Missouri cannabis businesses?
1: Really, it would mean Schedule 3 approval would make cannabis businesses eligible for many of the standard tax deductions that most businesses receive, but that marijuana businesses currently aren't eligible for.
0: Okay. And so how long would this whole process take?
1: Well, experts say the process can take up to 9 years, but can also be shorter depending on the amount of hearings and judicial review involved. There is currently no official deadline for the change. That's all I've got this week. What's your word to me? My word is Kelsey. Okay, so I'm guessing you're referring to the Kelsey brothers with the Missouri ties, right? That is correct. I'm talking about Travis Kelsey, tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. His replica jerseys are
0: currently flying off the shelves. Sales went up almost 400% on Sunday, according to apparel
1: company Fanatics. That's pretty wild. I'm going to take a guess and say it was the Swifties.
0: It may have been the Swifties. Pop star Taylor Swift, who played two sold out shows at Arrowhead Stadium in July, was at the game Sunday as a guest of Kelsey's and she was in a suite with his mom. So while we can't exactly say Swift is the reason for the sales, it is notable. The game was last weekend's most watched sporting event, according to Fox Sports, and viewership among young females was up, so it'll certainly be a story to keep an eye on. For a closing thought, here's Jeff Pinkerton from the Missouri Department of Economic Development again, talking about the durability of the state's manufacturing sector.
4: So when we're seeing this employment growth spurt in manufacturing that we've seen in Missouri and a little bit nationally, this isn't a flash in the pan. This is something that's going to be with us for a long, long time because there's a lot of dollars billions of dollars that are going into new facilities and they're gonna they're gonna be productive for for decades into the future. So uh, I, I think this manufacturing resurgence we're seeing right now is something that's is strong and it's gonna be solid with in, with us for a long, long time.
0: Well that is all for this week. Thank you to the M33 project for providing music for this episode. For my co-host Chelsea Peter, editors Yasha Mika Waichuk, Skylar Rossi, and Michael Stacy, I'm Siggy Reese, and this has been Business Brief. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.